intuition and growing that intuition is trying to be able to filter your feelings to know what is actually yours versus what has been projected onto you from your external world. I'm Misty Seibel, your host. Welcome to Sweet Home Seibel. Question, who knows what their intuition is? If you said yes, you do know what your intuition is, do you know how to follow it? If you said yes, congratulations, you don't need to listen to this episode. (laughs) Today we're going to talk about how to follow your intuition, what it is, how to recognize it, and how to grow it. Intuition, I think, when you ask the general consensus, it would sound something like a gut feeling or a chill. And those are easy to identify because everyone has felt that at some point in their lives. And yes, while feeling butterflies in your stomach or a chill when something resonates with you can be your intuition, it goes a little bit deeper and a little bit further than that. Your intuition is what is the best choice for your highest good. It leads you to new versions of yourself. It leads you to new challenges. It helps you grow. It makes you feel validated and trustworthy of your own decision making. It's like the best version of you looking out and helping the current version of you. Think of it like a sixth sense. You have sight. You have smell. Taste. You have sound touch and then you have intuition your intuitive feelings we don't know really how to trust our feelings the way that we trust our other senses your sight is undeniable if you see something that is a red triangle you can confidently say it's a red triangle because you're seeing it with your eyes but if you feel like you're seeing a red triangle that's a lot harder to prove not only to yourself, but to other people. So then we kind of get untrusting of the feelings that we have. Another reason we don't trust our feelings is because our feelings are made from external sources, from external distractions. You really can't trust your own feelings because it filtered through such an external source. Intuition and growing that intuition is trying to be able to filter your feelings to know what is actually yours versus what has been projected onto you from your external world. So how do we recognize our own intuitive senses? I heard somebody once describe it as like a radio station. Pretty much, unfortunately to say, your thoughts are mainly just meaningless, nonsensical distractions. Your mind fills voids, fills silence, fills space, because that's what we see in our external world. We don't stay still. We don't stay silent. We're constantly on the go, and that's what we see. Everyone's on a hamster wheel. So internally, when you live through that, your mind starts to pick up on that. And when you have a silent moment, it feels like it needs to be filled. Think of your mind as a radio station. If you're tuned in to a radio station and it's filled with static, how are you going to hear a voice behind that static? Most likely, you're probably not going to be able to hear it. 
the static is all of the noise, the meaningless thoughts. That's what we need to try and silence. That's what we need to kind of say, hey, shut up, so that that soft, subtle voice can be heard more clearly. That's the best way I can describe how to recognize your intuition. That's also going to be the hardest way to recognize your intuition because it takes a lot of effort. You can't just say, hey, mind, shut up so I can hear my intuition. Unfortunately, that's not how it works. So we want to be able to tune ourselves into our intuition. The easiest way to recognize your intuition is through meditation, which I will get to. But I want to talk about the feeling portion of the intuition. People don't know how to feel through a situation. They don't trust themselves, so they think through situations. It's logical. You can put an explanation behind it. And sometimes our minds need that to feel validated. Sometimes our minds need that logic and that reason to feel like we're doing the right thing. And at certain places and certain times, that's absolutely necessary. But when you're making daily decisions on your life for you and what's best for you to do, logic provided by external sources won't hit the mark as well as your own senses and your own intuition will. So feeling through a situation, a good way to know if it's your intuition. Think about if you want to say yes or if you want to say no. A yes answer versus a no answer. We've all been in situations where we have wanted to say one or the other, and then our logical brain steps in and is like, eh, you should probably say this. But think about if you want to say yes to a situation, you're excited inside. It makes you giddy. It makes you bubbly. It makes you smile and want to call somebody and tell them. That feeling of yes is your intuition. We only can feel it when something super exciting or super happy happens, but it's there on a daily basis. It's just a lot more subtle. When you really don't want to do something, you want to say no. You feel hesitant. You feel anxious. You feel confused. You feel a little taken back. Those feelings mean that you're not in aligned with doing that, so you want to say no. That feeling on an exaggerated platform, such as saying no to drugs or no to getting in a vehicle with a drunk driver, that's easier to recognize in yourself because those are huge, big warning signs of no. But on a daily basis, you're also getting that feeling. It's just harder to pick it up because it's getting wishy-washy in all the distractions and all of the chatter of your thoughts. So saying, just feel your way through the situation, seems like it would be a simple idea, but it's so much more complicated, (laughs) or we make it so much more complicated. I think that a lot of people experience internal conflict because of their senses not all being aligned, including their intuitive sense. What I mean by that is, say you have a piece of paper and it's in front of you, you see it, you can read it, it's physical, but something is telling you that it's off. And you can't put your finger on, literally, you can't put your finger on why you feel off, but you have a feeling that's not matching what you're seeing, reading, speaking, or hearing. So your intuitive sense is not lining up with the rest of your senses. 
And that I think causes a lot of internal conflict in people's minds because they feel compelled to think a certain way or feel a certain way or have to say yes or have to say no when their intuition is trying to guide them the other way. It makes sense logically. It makes sense to my logical mind. It still feels off. And that's your intuition telling you maybe you should say no or telling you to find a different way, a different perspective. So my suggestion for this internal conflict would be if you do trust your gut, if you do think that you have a good grasp on your intuition, you want to answer and react to whatever feeling you get when given some external situation, decision, event. I'm going to give you an example on how intuition works. Imagine you're in a long school hallway and each side has like rows of lockers and then doors, rows of lockers and then doors, and the doors lead to classrooms. Imagine that hallway being completely empty, filled with light, and it's just you and you're walking down the hallway. You are able to see open doors as you come to them. If you can step in front of the door, peer into the classroom, see what's going on in the classroom, and decide if you want to step into the classroom and explore that more. If you peer in and you don't really like it, you can go to the next open door that you found. And you have the clarity and the silence because no one else is there and no one else is distracting you, telling you where to go and what to do for you to be able to pick which open door you'd like to go through. That's your intuition leading you to your next adventure, to your next open door. Now imagine you're in that same school hallway, but it's filled with kids. The late bell is ringing. You're looking down at your phone. And the door that you end up picking is the first one that you see open as soon as you lift your head from all of the distractions around you. So you just pop into that door because all of a sudden everyone's going into open doors and you feel like you need to find whatever the closest one is or you're going to be left behind. But since you haven't been paying attention to your path, your hallway, you may not have picked the best door for you because you didn't allow yourself the time to really peek in, see what's going on, step out and decide, should, should I go in? Do I want to go in or do I want to find another door? That's how I feel like most of us live on a daily basis. And yes, that's a metaphor, but hopefully you can see that and figure that out in your own life and how you have been both the clear-minded, empty hallway passenger versus the distracted, absent-minded passenger. You're still going to go through an open door. You're still going to have an experience. And I'm sure you're still going to learn something no matter which option you choose. But wouldn't it be nice to have such a clear mind and such an easy time picking the door that you want to go through that you know is right for you, that fills all the boxes, that just feels in alignment with yourself? If we can pay attention to our intuition, that can be all of us. I talked about meditation for growing your intuition. And here's why meditation is going to be your best bet in growing those senses for you. Meditation, I think, gets such a bad rap. People like view it as you're sitting cross-legged, like in the forest, 
humming and hawing and using crystals and all that stuff. And yes, it could be that, but it doesn't have to be. The idea of meditation is to simply be able to quiet your mind, to sit in silence. In silence is when those intuitive thoughts and feelings will come through. And then you hear so many times that people meditate on things because they get a clarity that they wouldn't have had if they were sitting there watching TV. They wouldn't have gotten that same clarity if they were talking to a coworker about what to do instead of figuring it out for themselves. When you meditate, you are building the muscle in your mind to quiet that chatter so that you can hear yourself, so that you can feel yourself, so that you are the most present and aware that you can be. Meditation is not easy. If you've never done it, you'll be like so frustrated when you start. I started meditating daily in 2020 and I would skip a ton of days just like, oh, I don't want to meditate today because I couldn't do it without thoughts just flooding my mind. But now it's 2022 and I feel off if I don't meditate every day. Meditation can be in the shower. It can be the 10 minutes before you go to bed or before you wake up. Hell, it could be the five minutes after you wake up or before you go to bed. It doesn't have to be sitting, candles lit, lights low, no one around. Maybe you put some earphones in and listen to some meditation music on a walk. Maybe you don't listen to music or anything at all on a walk. The idea is that if thoughts come in, you acknowledge those thoughts and then let them go. You don't ruminate on them. You don't think further. You just see them, move on, and get back to your silence. The faster you can get rid of a thought, the easier it'll start to be to be able to meditate and the more that you'll actually start to enjoy it. Meditation isn't going to be the only way to grow your intuition. I personally believe it's the best way, but it's not the only way. Have you ever been driving in a car and by the time you get to your destination, you don't even remember getting there? This is kind of like a metaphor on how your intuition is still underlyingly driving you even if you are distracted. Your nonsensical thoughts took over your mind as you were driving, so you weren't able to be present on the road. You still got to your destination, you still were kept safe, and you still made the right moves to get you from point A to point B. But you don't remember it at all. You don't remember the drive. You don't remember what color car you sat next to at a red light. You don't remember if the store on your right was opened or closed. And some people will say, well, why the F do I care about the store being opened or closed? Maybe when you're driving, you don't care. But if we're using this as a metaphor on your life, wouldn't you want to pay more attention to your surrounding experience? Maybe you can learn something. Maybe there's a sign in there. So your intuition is working for you regardless of if you think it is or not. But if you can get in tandem, if you can get in alignment with your intuition, then you can pretty much be unstoppable. Believing in yourself and believing in, in your intuition is the highest trust you can place on yourself. Growing it can be small steps. Maybe you can, like I said, get from point A to point B by driving. Quiet your mind and see what it tells you to do. See if all of a sudden you hear left or see if all of a sudden you hear highway. Those little steps 
will help grow that intuition. Okay, I have two stories on intuition that I'm hoping will help understand how it works in your life. One of my very best friends has a child that has medical needs, but because he's so young, she has to be the person to make those choices, those decisions for him. While yes, she absolutely relies on doctors and she relies on science and she relies on research. She also has to rely on her intuition. She has to rely on her mom senses. She has to be able to make the best decision in her heart as well as her head. She is being led by a team of doctors. At the same breath, she is leading those team of doctors. They are looking to her to make the next move because she has the intuition to know what's best for her son. She's around him. She knows his energy. She knows his vibes. She knows how he reacts to things. So while that can't be explained in a scientific textbook, if you ask her if she's making all the right decisions, I can guarantee you she will absolutely say, yeah, I'm making the best decisions that I can. I'm following my gut instinct as a mom. My favorite, favorite story on intuition, oh, because it has to do with Steve. If you know me in person, you know my relationship with Steve, but I think I've spoke enough on this podcast that everyone probably is like wants to throw up. He's my best friend and soulmate, and I really truly mean that. But when Steve and I first met, I was actually dating someone else. We spent a weekend at the beach, me, my boyfriend, the same friend I just spoke on with the medical needs child, and her then boyfriend, and Steve. Steve was clearly the fifth wheel. It took me, I don't know, all of two hours to realize that I needed Steve in my life. And I don't have any other words to say other than I just knew I needed to be with Steve. I knew him for, I'm serious, like all of two hours. But my body was just sounding off in alarms. I distinctly remember we were standing in the kitchen. I could not go on with my life if I didn't get him to be a part of my life. So naturally, because I had a boyfriend, that was my first step. I had to break up with him. (laughs) I hope he's doing well. I made my move. My gut was telling me I can't let this guy pass me by. There is absolutely no way that I would not look back and say, what if, if I didn't try something with this guy? It didn't matter what roadblocks were in my way. I got them out of my way as quickly as possible so that I could beeline to Steve. So that's what I did. And yes, I made the first move. Steve likes to say he did. He did not. I made the first like five moves. But it's okay because I was following my intuition. I didn't know him. I didn't know his family. I didn't know his personality. I didn't know where he came from. But I felt it. So I followed it. And now here we are. Following your intuition is going to help you create an open, clear communication with yourself and your path in life. And your life is just starting to be in flow. And it just is starting to make sense and fall into place. The right answer will always be there if you ask for it. You can go silent, say, I need to sit on it for a few minutes. A lot of the times people say, let me sleep on it. Your intuition is your best friend. Your intuitive sense, your sixth sense, will only help you succeed, just as all your other five senses will. 
So use it to the best of your abilities. Learn how to trust yourself. Start small. Once you realize that your thoughts are not your own, you can kind of let them go a little bit easier. We've all used our intuition at some point or another. We've all felt when something is coming to an end. We've all known when it's time to start something new. And those things you can't really put an explanation behind other than I just felt like it was the right time. I felt like I needed to do it. It's out there. People are following their intuition whether they believe it or not. It's working for you whether you want it to or not. You're the only one that knows it. So if you can't figure it out, nobody can. You may as well at least try. All right, that's all for me today. Follow me on my Instagram at Misty Seibel. Email me sweethomesibel at gmail.com if you have anything you want to hear. Thank you for listening. The continued support is amazing and I really appreciate it. Until next time, thanks for listening to Sweet Home Cyborg.